Infidelity is one of the most heartbreaking, devastating experiences. And we have a question about it today that says, how after infidelity strikes, how do you trust your husband again? Welcome to the Only You Forever podcast. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you've been looking for. And now, here are your hosts, Caleb and Verlinda Simone Gendel. Hey, everybody. This is Q&A episode number five, and it's about learning to trust your husband again, or I guess the betrayer, if you're the husband. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense? Well, what I'm trying to say is like, if you're a husband whose wife has betrayed you, then it would be learning how to trust your wife again. Yes. But in this case, for this question, it's learning how to trust your husband again. Yes. Right. I'm with you. All right. So during the summer season... We are handling a question every week from one of our email subscribers. And if you would like to be part of future opportunities like this, be sure to sign up on our website at onlyyouforever.com. Yeah, so last week, Verlinda, we answered a question about a wife who recently learned of her husband's sexual addiction and was being encouraged to leave the marriage. And she's saying, like, do I really need to leave this marriage? Is it fixable? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you missed that episode, be sure to go back and grab it. And also make sure you hit that subscribe button in your podcast player so you don't miss any future shows. Yes. So, Caleb. Today's question. Here is today's question. Can you remember what this lady's name was going to be called? Uh, We're calling her Betty today. Betty. I think it was Betty. Okay. So, Betty writes in and says, Verlinda, I responded a few months ago rather aggressively, may I add, to your husband's question. That's okay. I'm used to aggressive women. (laughs) Oh, Caleb. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And of course, he graciously responded with a question that pierced through my pain and frustration and found my heart. He asked, do you still want to be married? So just to give some background information, she had learned of infidelity in her marriage and was being encouraged to leave the marriage by different counselors, professionals, whatever. So that's what she had wrote in about. As I was reading what she was writing, she never came out and said it, but I could kind of sense that there's this real... Uh, like pull to stay in the marriage. Like her heart was towards that. Yeah. So anyways, it pierced through her pain and frustration and found her heart. That's encouraging. Yeah. She says, I thought about it for weeks. Please let him know that we found a local counselor who's also our pastor and have been, been progressing to say the least. Awesome. What you two do is so vital in a world that opposes marriage and commitment in general. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. That's neat. So to respond to your request, which was, do you have any questions for this summer Q and a, Panel? She says, my question would be... I'm a panel? Well, I'm on it with you. Oh, we're a panel. Yeah, I'm the voice of wisdom, you see. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, we're some pretty nice paneling. (laughs) Okay, shh, listen. Okay, well, this is a serious question. Yes, my question would be, after infidelity strikes, how do you trust your husband again? I know it takes time Mm -hmm. to learn how to trust again, but how do you truly grant yourself the space to be vulnerable in that way? Or are you bruised for life? Sometimes I feel like I am a shell of who I once was, a child learning to be confident in herself and womanhood. It's embarrassing. So glad this is anonymous, LOL. Even if this isn't broadcasted, I'd love your take on this. Sincerely, Betty. Wow. So, Caleb, can you trust your husband again? How do you do it? Are you bruised for life? Okay, let's start from the back. So, sometimes I feel like I'm a shell of who I once was, a child learning to be confident. That's a very powerful, powerful thing to say. Yes. And, um, you know, that's okay to be that way. That's the first thing I want to say to that. Because 
I mean, that the strike of infidelity is the whole belief system about your world being safe and secure is just like shattered, shattered. right? Yeah. Blown away. And, and it does shake it. Yeah. You're going to, it, it takes you back. Yeah. And so this is to be expected that you would be feeling this way right now and relearning confidence in yourself and your womanhood. Yeah. And part of that is relearning what is secure and what can be trusted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I hear that you're embarrassed by this, but I hope that you find a place where you can give yourself compassion for being in this place. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, like, I don't think you should expect anything more of yourself hmm. than this, Betty. That's, you know, who wouldn't feel this way? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And working with other couples that have gone through this, it's the same. I see the same thing in them. So you're not the only one that experiences this. So just be encouraged in that and be encouraged to give yourself space to be compassionate with this feeling of being a child, relearning to be confident in yourself and your womanhood. Mm -hmm. That's quite a sentence. It is. I was really touched by it. Now, she says, after infidelity strikes, how do you trust your husband again? So I actually want to... Berlinda, you and I haven't discussed this before me starting here. So I'm going yeah. to come at this from a completely different angle. And if you think I'm just avoiding this, feel free to call me out on it. Okay. But I want to just put it to you this way, Betty. What if you put that idea of, you know, really focusing on learning to trust again on the shelf and they maybe even kind of forget about it and just work on intimacy and just slowly as you're watching your husband and as you're watching your interactions in the counseling office and you see yourself growing and him growing and shifting and changing at home as you give yourself to him a little bit more and a little bit more. And I get that when I'm saying that, that trust is implicit. Mm -hmm. But what I'm wondering is, is like often we're looking for this trust thing where we can flip the switch and everything's okay. Mm. But I'm saying, what if, what if we just work on intimacy and slowly kind of rebuilding, getting to know each other again, discovering myself again, you know, how I came to be in a place where this was possible and and as that closeness and that revealing comes to one another and you begin to grow closer and you heal, trust almost kind of happens in the background. Bad idea, so, good idea, what do you think? Tell me if this is what you're trying to say, but it's almost like instead of looking forward for the trust, like when is it going to come, don't worry about it, just build your marriage and then looking back, you'll yeah. see how far you've come and that trust has come in. Yeah. But don't go yes. searching for the trust. Yeah. Except for the don't worry about a stage because I get why she's worried about it. Right. You know, and I know yes. what you mean there, Verlinda, but yeah. it's kind of like, don't make that your your first priority no. or focus because we can get hyper-focused on, I need to have trust, I need to have trust to move forward and so on. But just as you feel safe, just give a little bit more. Hmm. And and if you don't and you keep running into something, then you got to bring that up with your counselor and talk about that. That's your next thing to address. And you got to trust that, whatever that might be. Like your gut. Yes. And so just consider this a journey where you think about rebuilding, reconstructing your marriage, your relationship, your intimacy. And there'll be a come a point where you'll reframe this infidelity. Like it'll actually take on meaning for you guys in your marriage. It may be hard to see from this point. I don't know how far along you are. And as you guys kind of reconstruct and you give meaning to the things that have happened in your marriage together, including the infidelity, you know, this is part of rebuilding that intimacy. I think you'll kind of realize one day that that trust has begun to happen again. Mm-hmm. So I think this kind of speaks to the second part of her question. How do you truly grant yourself the space to be vulnerable in that way? Yeah. And this is where 
you know, I often hear couples asking about this. Sometimes it's the betrayer asking how to get the wife to do this, but often too, it's, or I shouldn't say wife. That's, I mean, it's usually that way. The, often it's the betrayed spouse. The one that's hurting. Who wants to take this giant leap of trust so that I can trust again. It's like, boom, like hand it to me. Let's do this. Yeah. But I can't. Well, I get why you can't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So forget about that giant leap and just take the next little thing today. Just keep this in short. Let's slice this right nice and thin the next little bit today, okay. this afternoon, this evening, tomorrow morning, whatever. So just that space to be vulnerable will be little tiny spaces. It's yeah. not going to be, yeah. boom, I'm vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. because your okay. whole, it's almost like you have this worldview in your marriage. Like when we all carry this, but we don't realize it until it's shattered. But we have this belief system about the security of our marriage. It's completely shattered. Mm-hmm. And, and we want to get back to having that, you know, if that belief system is like a, a glass globe, say. Mm-hmm. We want the globe intact. Like, boom, it's there again. Uh, but no, we got we to gotta grow this thing however you want to. Glue it back. Visualize it. Piece. It's got to, well, that's okay too. But then it looks like this kind of broken thing glued yeah. back together. So that imagery doesn't, my metaphor falls apart there. But you want to slowly recreate this thing together. Okay. And you might almost see that it's intact in retrospect more than some kind of mm. aha moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So are you bruised for life? Depends if you want to be. So if you choose to take on the identity of a betrayed spouse and live with that for the rest of your life, you'll be bruised for life. Or you can okay. choose to be a person who's experienced extreme betrayal and has found healing and recovery and redemption. Huh. So whether it becomes identity or experience is your is how you approach the problem. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So and I hope you feel Betty empowered by that. Yeah. Possibility, right? Yeah. So right now what I'm hearing from this is that she's feeling bruised and a shell of who she was. Yeah. That's but what you're saying That's okay to feel that right now. And yeah. that's okay to feel that for some time. But I'm saying this doesn't have to be you forever. You can make the choice to Yeah. Find healing. Huh. Find recovery. And to thrive. Okay. Yeah. That's neat. So this doesn't have to define your hereafter. It's a defining moment in your journey together. Yeah. I hope you can see and hope you're able to learn that you haven't, um, you don't need to orient the rest of your married life around this moment. But if it becomes a- grow and make it something more. Yeah, 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 yeah. If it becomes a catalyst for creating deeper intimacy and something more powerful and stronger than you had before. That's beautiful. Yeah, then it's, that might be hard to see from where she's at right now, but that's possible. I've seen it happen. That's neat. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. So, Betty, you still want to be married. You're doing hard work. And I just command you and I give you to God and pray that you be blessed and uh, just hold the faith and mm-hmm. trust God for the journey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's wrap this up. All righty. And Caleb, another huge thank you to an iTunes reviewer, KM, um, five stars. It says by another Aussie listener from Australia. Oh, yeah. So we got that little Aussie uh, New Zealand competition going on yeah. here. So it's three to two Australia to New Zealand right now. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. Too bad. They're kind of a small. Okay, country. Caleb, you sound a little biased. <laughs> well, I am biased actually towards the New Zealanders because that's where my mom is from. So yeah. I'm also giving them a dig <laughs> for purely selfish reasons. Yes. So another Aussie listener says, loved your podcast, been going through a whole bunch of them and found yours to be one of the most helpful and insightful. I even go back to listen to the same one several times so it can really sink in. Great job and keep it up. 
Thank you. Yeah, that's cool. I, I still, Caleb, like they really go back and listen again. I think that's I think that's neat, but part it of is. me is going. Wow. I think that's just ourselves, though. Like I can barely listen to ourselves yeah. do one yes. episode. Yes. Yeah. But if it's that helpful, then that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yes. So we're just thankful that it's being used like that. Yeah. So if you want to get involved in our mission to help save marriages through our podcast, we would like to ask you to contribute to our crowdfunding campaign. We want to reach 5,000 marriages a week through the podcast, and we can't do that without your help. It costs money to promote the podcast. And for even $5 a month, you can help us move towards making that a reality. Please go to oyf.link slash give to learn more about how you can help us reach more marriages. And once again, you can pull that up in your browser at oyf.link slash give. Next week, we have a question about testosterone therapy. For men. For men. Do they yeah. even have it for women? <laughs> I, probably. Yeah, women probably. have a tiny bit of testosterone That's for true. some reason. I can't remember why. Are you being like sarcastic? No, I um, I don't know. I'm not a medical doctor, but I think I think they do. Okay, I think we do too. Anyways, that's all for today's episode. Pretty sure that's how my grandmother grew her Caleb? mustache. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a serious question about testosterone. Yeah, it is. Sorry. Yes, that's all for today's episode. We'll wrap it up there. If you want to review this question or share it with others, you can do that via our short link at oyf.link/qa5. So we'd love to hear from you. Please consider leaving us a review on iTunes, just as our Aussie listener did today. Uh, what that does is it encourages us, but it also helps to increase the visibility of our show on iTunes. And that increases our exposure to other marriages so that we can reach and influence more people for good. It's another way that you can help our podcast to grow. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the OnlyYouForever.com podcast. Please help us reach and influence a wider audience by rating and reviewing our podcast at OnlyYouForever.com slash love. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.